Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Minority Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your, your regular host. Um, thank you for tuning in once again. Um, I want to apologize for um, making this podcast a little bit late. Uh, you know, it's one of those days where there are a lot of uh, pressing issues and you just have to prioritize those that are urgent and very important to deal with and this uh, week has been one of those weeks you know so my apologies for releasing the podcast a bit late i know um if you don't release the podcast on time um it cannot get stale i'm talking about the past game and so it's very important but i thought that might uh, I thought I should just make the podcast regardless and add um, a little something like I'm um, looking forward to uh, doing a preview to the Europa League game that will be played um, on Thursday. So uh, that's why I decided to make this podcast, but I didn't want to allow an important victory um, over Everton, which is a game really I want to talk about uh, over the weekend to just pass us by. Um, the victory by Everton at the Goodison Park by two goals to one was an important one. And considering the fact that we lost heavily, um, embarrassingly to Manchester City the previous weekend, and it's very important for us to bounce back and try to build again some momentum and um, get into the mix for the top four or in the title race. Um, we are not far away from Manchester City and Arsenal and I think um, the victory over Everton was important considering the fact that Everton have been in good form and we were reputed to have the meanest defence in the league so far considering only just 8 goals and of course um, Lampard has I guess all the others have has rebuilt the Everton team and they are looking like a team that is quite difficult to beat. Well organized, well drilled, um, and they also packed a goal threat. And they made some very interesting signings this season. Onana, um, uh, the Belgian international, has been a revelation for Everton so far. Uh, Alex Wobi too has been good playing in the midfield, attacking midfield. Um, and it's got a brilliant goal for Everton um, in the fifth minute. And so, Mikulenko, um, Konokodi, Tiostakowski, um, they've been very good for, for Everton this season, um, especially in defense. Um, in the attack, um, they've missed Harvard Lumion, but Nemo Pei um, has been, well, has not been too bad. So they have a lot of um, decent players in their squad, uh, Anthony Gordon, and so on and so forth. You guys know all of them anyway. And so Everton, where it was, a, it's always a tricky fixture for Manchester United. Whenever we go to Goodison Park, um, in recent times we've been uh, we've either gotten a draw or so far a defeat, heavily or. Is it uh, maybe a narrow defeat like last season? We lost to Everton, 
even while they were in poor form, they lost to them. Um, I think two seasons back we won. No, okay, two seasons back I think we we drew, and then um, three seasons back we won um, by three goals to one. Um, but most times the results we often get at Everton is either a draw or a victory. Anyway, I don't know how to put it, but Goodison Park is always a tricky place for Manchester United. Sometimes we lose, and we've lost quite a number of games there. We lose, we win, we draw, but most times it's more of the draw or loss path that we often end up with because um, the game is really a difficult one or a tight one. So. It was good that we were able to make everything look ordinary and uh, we created lots of chances and we ought to have killed the game and not have to endure a nervy um, four, five to ten minutes in the second half um, when they decided to throw this ch- uh, the kitchen sink at my United defense using the long balls, trying to catch us through set pieces and area duels. So, but I'm happy we're able to hold out and um, get the three points. So two goals to one for Manchester United, uh, five victory for Manchester United over Everton. And speaking about um, the performance, uh, the performance was a good one, uh, one of our best um, this season, especially in the first half. The second half was not as good. I think we. We a bit more complacent, or Everton, we a bit more as the home team, we a bit more motivated to attack and try to get back on level terms. Um, but uh, I felt that uh, we could, we, if we had taken most of the chances that fell to us in the first half, um, I think the game would have been laid to bed and we would not be going through the motions. And, not be under too much pressure to uh, to keep a narrow lead. So again, uh, the performance in the first half was a joy to watch. Uh, although we started badly, as we often do uh, this season, um, but we came back uh, and scored two brilliant goals. Anthony again and Cristiano Ronaldo bagging his first Premier League goal of the season, the 700 career goal at club level. So, um, milestone there for Cristiano Ronaldo, the first player to achieve that in modern history and probably in entire football history. Uh, if you remove Pele, those uh, records may be questionable, but that's a discussion for another day. But Ronaldo is the first man to score 700 career club goals um, um, at any time in history. So, a great milestone for Ronaldo, and we're all happy that he was able to achieve it finally. We have been desperate to achieve it and have been wasteful in front of goal, but uh, was very clinical, I guess, ever since when the opportunity came and it was great to see him uh, celebrate with the teammates so 
and I think the, the first half performance was very good. Second half performance was a bit uh, um, not as good as the first half. Of course, we created a few chances. Even Rashford scored uh, late in the game, but it was overturned uh, for a handball, which is disappointing. But um, I guess the rules are the rules. Um, but the consistent application of the rules um, should, is a good thing. If uh, um, Michael Antonio's handball uh, was allowed to stand, which was much more blatant than Rashford, which was more was accidental, then I don't know why they couldn't just let me because it was it was the ball merely brushed the hand was as faint as they come. Yes, there was contact, but come on. If you could, if VR allowed Antonio to stand, then definitely they should have allowed Rashford to stand as well. But if the rule says that um, if the ball hits the hand of the player who scores, it doesn't have to be accidental, it has to be chalked off. So we have to accept that and uh, move on. So if the body touches hand, then we are home and dry and we don't have to go through that um, five minute, ten minute uh, pressure that we had to endure um, towards the end of the game, you know. So that's it basically. So um, individual performances, um, Deja was, I think was quite good on the day. He was sweeping very well and his distribution was also quite good and he made a crucial save in the second half um, from James Garner's cross shots which now now was um, about to pounce on uh, which he punched out for a corner kick. I think DJ did very well in my opinion. Um, like I said, uh, those who want DJ out because of his um, uh, ball playing skills. Um, I feel that these are skills you can coach a player. Um, passing is something you can coach. Ball distribution is something you can coach um, for a player. And sweeping, you just have to. Um, you have to be uh, coached or trained to play that way. And it's something that you can acquire. Uh, and it's need to see. I mean. How do I put it? Um, we are beginning to see DJ doing some of the things we expect goalkeepers, the modern goalkeeper, to be doing, you know. So I'm happy that DJ did very well. And so people can get off his back for a bit. Of course, those who have agendas will be waiting for the next um, mistake to sharpen their knives and crucify DJ. Anyway, um, he's in his last year of his contract. And so because of the wages he's being paid, he did not have uh, his contract extended. Hopefully they will extend it because I like the jail and if he continues like this, I don't see a reason why he should get the contract extension. Perhaps a wage cut, but I don't know if my United are... The, manage, the board is capable of um, handling such a situation and offering him a record or showing him the exit door. I think uh, big teams, strong teams like Real Madrid, Barcelona and so on, in a situation whereby they want to keep a certain player, they're able to reason with him or her or him 
and um, get him to get a pay cut from Manchester United. The those who negotiate contracts, I think they are just clowns and mugs, and people always fancy their their chances of getting uh, a deal that is too good to be true. That's the way I see it. Anyway, moving on. Um, Dalot again. I think he had a an average game. It was not terrible. It was good. Um, I think he's. Uh, I think Dalot has greatly improved for Manchester United, considering um, when Ole was here, uh, Wambasaka was the automatic choice. So compared to Wambasaka, Dalot is miles, miles, miles ahead. Of course, he he can improve. Uh, on his end product and his defensive performances, but I think he was okay, wasn't terrible, and but he wasn't t- um, outstanding either, you know. Um, and the friend, I think I was quite impressed with Victor Lindelof. My that was my biggest worry for this game uh, going to Everton. Victor Lindelof pairing with Lisandro Martinez it was suspect. I guess Omona Nicosia, Omona Nicosia. Uh, had too many chances to score against Everton. Um, sorry, I beg your pardon. Against Manchester United in Cyprus uh, the previous Thursday, so I was a bit concerned that Everton might have a lot of opportunities as well, and you can't afford to give teams like Everton too many opportunities. They'll probably take one or two of them. So, but at the end of was did very well. Uh, in his partnership with Lisandro um, Martinez, so I was quite impressed, and I hope that will continue for a very long time. Anybody that keeps Maguire out of this team is always a welcome developer, as far as I'm concerned. Then um, Lisandro Martinez also did very well, in my opinion. He was quite good. His ball distribution, again, his passing was quite good. His area presence too was very good, even though. I think Everton tried to exploit his um, um, short frame at the latter stage, but I think Martinez, along with other defenders, um, did very well to deal with the area threats that came um, toward the latter stages of the game. Then, our left back, I think Lukshaw did very well. Um, Lukshaw has always responded to competition for his place and I think he knows that um, his place is on that track. Malaysia has been very good this season until recent weeks and um, Lukshaw has seized the opportunity to stick his starting team and I won't be surprised if he becomes Eric Ten Hag's first choice left back again in the coming weeks until he, he drops another stinker. So I think um, it's good that we have competition and that is why it's a pity that a lot and uh, you're good a lot is not getting enough competition uh, in my opinion um Bissaka is injured brandy williams obviously is not good enough or uh does not trust brandy williams to do very well uh, to deputize for diogo dalot and i think diogo dalot is working on a title these days um in terms of bookings and a possible suspension. Um, so, if the Godalo gets suspended, there might be a bit of trouble. Um, we need to push Lindelof to ride back or try and get Brandon Williams 
to play right back or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, so back to Luke Shaw. I think Luke Shaw was very good against Everton. He did very well. One of our best players on the pitch on the night. So I'm very happy with his performance. Um, in midfield, Casemiro was uh, man of the match, um, according to British Sport. And I, and I agree with them. He was very good on the day. His tackling, his uh, passing, his um, assist for Ronaldo's um, eventual winning goal. Um, he almost got in the first half, making a good run from deep. Um, unfortunately, he couldn't find the back of the net, um, but he was quite good, Casemiro, on the day. Of course, he was culpable for the first goal that Everton scored. Um, he lost the ball to Onana's tackle, and the Marie passed to Ebe, who placed uh, beyond the jar in goal. So, but Casemiro was outstanding, and he should be starting every game right now. For Manchester United, we he begin to adapt to the the demands of the Premier League, and I'm quite happy he's doing very well. Um, then um, the other the midfielder, Chris Eriksen, I think he had an average game. Um, there, were, there were a few overheat passes, and you know poor decisions he made, but again. I think he's doing very well for Manchester United. I would prefer he played in um, sorry in Bruno Fernandez's position and um, Bruno um, sit on the bench for a bit um, because of his um, poor uh, drop in form. But I think um, having Bruno and Eriksen gives us the opportunity to be a bit, a bit more creative uh, in midfield. So I can understand why. Um, Eric Ten Hag is unwilling to bench Bruno at the moment, but um, I would bench Bruno for a bit and allow Eriksen to play in Bruno's position. I think Eriksen deserves some rest um, because I think he's looking tired a bit. Um, this last couple of games, he has not been himself. He has been, he has been, he has been bang average. I have to say. But it wasn't terrible against Everton. I think he was alright, but uh, we would expect a bit more from Christian Eriksen. Uh, and as for Bruno, well, I think he. The game against Everton was one of his better games, I have to be frank. Um, it was, uh, he scored a goal in the first half that was allowed because Fernando was offside. Um, he, had, he almost had an assist for Marshall, uh, whose shot was blocked. And so. Um, and usually very mobile pressing player so I think he did very well it was one of his better games I have to say um, Bruno Fernandes but again he's still not the old Bruno we know um, I don't know why his goal and assist um, counter has dropped um, so drastically uh, he used to be involved in the goals but these days he doesn't often get assists that much and he doesn't get a lot, a lot of goals these days, so I don't know what is wrong. But um, this past year, Bruno has been poor. I hope he will regain his form or on his way of regaining his best form. 
and some people have argued that it is because of Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, I don't think it's true. Um, I think it's just a co- uh, Ronaldo is a convenient excuse for people to lambast the poor performances, and you know. I just think it's a cop-out for some people to use Ronaldo as the problem of Manchester United. Um, they blame him for scoring and others being unable to score or the output dropping. So I think um, people just don't understand what they're talking about. I think Bruno, Rashford, Marshall all coincidentally just became poor at the same time and you can see from the performances that they've been poor this last one year one two years depending on which player you are referring to um, Marshall has been for two years he has been poor Rashford has been mainly last season and Bruno too has been also last season they've been very very poor of recent times but their performances this season have been much better I think because of um, Hag's arrival and the arrival of some players to challenge their positions, you know. Um, Bruno knows that if Van der Beek can um, get a run in, his position might be under threat. Eriksen too can play his position and we now have lots of midfielders. Casemiro is now available and he's going to be getting automatic starts when he's fit and uh, available. And Scott McTominay and Fred will be challenging for midfield slots. So um, I think players have no choice but to step up their game if they want to remain in the side. And I think that's what has happened to players like Rashford, Marshall, and um, Rashford, who are very key, um, who are key players in terms of uh, goal scoring. You know, they're the ones who often get uh, lots of the goals we score, especially during the Ole era. You know, so anyway, um, so um, in attack, uh, Anthony again grabbed his third goal, the first player Manchester United to score in his first three games in the Premier League. Impressive stats there, but again, I'm still not convinced about Anthony's overall performances. Yes, he scored a very good goal, brought us back on level terms against Everton, but he has not really. Um, is not somebody who's always involved. Again, I suspect this is happening because most times Marinari builds his attack from the left wing and it's affecting Anthony. So Anthony needs to be getting involved more often so that um, you can see more of him. Defensively, I think he did very well to support Diogo Dalot compared to previous games in this game. And um, again, scored a good goal, but. Um, he didn't really do much um, of note in the first half or in the second half before he got hooked off, you know. So, but I think again he needs time and he needs time to adapt. And I think we cannot ask too much from him at this point in time. Three goals in three starts for Manchester United in the Premier League. So I think it's something we should be happy about. Long may his good form and scoring run continue. So, nice one for Anthony. I think he was okay. Um, based on the fact that he scored the goal and the fact that he helped defensively uh, while we were defending in the second half. But I don't think he gets involved enough 
um, or is much uh, gets a lot of I don't think he's as involved as you want him to be you know so Anthony needs to step up in that regard then um, Marshall started the game and got hooked off in the first half taking on 20, under 29 minutes he had to be substituted uh, but before he was substituted he grabbed an assist which is a nice one for Anthony Marshall Marshall could up play is superb, one of the very best, I have to say. And I think he is able to play well with the other forwards around him. And so fortunate that he's been struggling with injuries this season again. He's injured again. Um, it seems his body is reacting to returning to full fitness. And I don't know, but he has, he's carrying a knock again. I don't know how long he'll be out this time around. I guess we need to ease him back in. Um, once he recovers again, Erickson has to make a decision to start Cristiano Ronaldo in most of the games. I'll be bringing Marshall on maybe in the last 10 to 20 minutes for the next couple of weeks till he can regain his full fitness before thinking of starting him. And I think that is the way we need to go for now. Uh, Ronaldo has scored that's a rare goal, so that's uh, milestone is off his back. I think he can be much more relaxed to score more goals this, um, from now on. So I think we should keep Ronaldo uh, in the starting lineup for the time being. So uh, Ronaldo started the uh, came as a sub for Anthony Marshall and grabbed the winning goal. Excellent finish with his left foot. Several career goals at club level. He is the goat. Um, nine more ahead of uh, Lionel. Messi, so I think that's a fantastic achievement for Cristiano Ronaldo. Hopefully, um, he will go on his scoring run and remind those who doubted him and who have been blaming him for the problems we'll be facing in Manchester United on the pitch of play, you know. And um, Rashford, I think he had a decent game, he almost had an assist in the first half. I had Casemiro converted the header. I think it was not as straightforward. He was involved in most of our plays, but he wasn't as involved or he didn't have too many chances to shoot or get involved like he did against Omonia Nicosia. Of course, everything would not give him as much peace as Omonia did. And so, but I think he still had an excellent game overall. And I think it's something um, for us to be happy about for Rashford who has come under intense criticism over the past couple of months because of his poor performances and rightly so and I think uh, the competition for places has um, and Eric Ten Hag's arrival has made Rashford to begin to return to his full best and he's not there yet but he's gradually getting there he scored a goal which was unfortunately chucked off for handball um, in the second half in the 84th minute and uh, so unfortunate that that goal did not stand uh, but in any case Rashford has been doing well recently and one of our top scorers and hopefully we'll grab a, we'll grab a goal against Ammonia on Thursday or against Newcastle over the weekend um, players that came on um, in the second half uh, Varane came on in the latter stages to shock the defense so not much could be said about that. Bactomini came in as a sub for I think Christian Eriksen and bagged the yellow card shortly after and we missed the game against Newcastle. 
I say good readers uh, and it's not something we'll cry over so scoplectomy didn't do too much but collect a yellow card you know so Baran scoplectomy um, who else came on uh, let's see well other players that came on Ronaldo came on and scored Sancho didn't come on, Ganacho didn't come on, Fred didn't come on. Um, so I think they didn't do too many substitutions. I think um, Ten Hag was worried about using um, the performance levels. He didn't want them dropping, so he didn't do too many substitutions. He kept Casemiro on throughout, kept um, Bruno on throughout. I substituted everything for McTominay. Um, substituted um, Anthony for uh, Rafael Baran and uh, substituted Marsha for for Cristiano Ronaldo. I think those were the substitutions that were made in the game. Anyway, so that's the that's basically in terms of the performance against Everton. So I'm happy that we got a 2-1 victory. And um, I think our next, our next game is against Newcastle on Sunday, a big one. Newcastle these days have become um, a decent side um, due to the investment in the club by the Saudi Arabian owners uh, of Newcastle. So it's going to be a big game. Eddie Howe has to be given a lot of credit for turning around uh, Newcastle from relegation candidates to a potential top seven side, you know. So uh, I look forward to the game. We'll be at Old Trafford. Hopefully, we'll win the game and continue our winning run because we have some difficult games coming up against Spurs and Chelsea in the coming weeks. So it's important that games like that we get a victory um, to be in a good position when we take on the likes of Spurs and Chelsea, which come up in the coming weeks. So that's it, basically in terms of um, Premier League football for. For the Europa League, looking ahead, uh, we'll be taking on Omonia Nicosia on Thursday at Old Trafford. And um, of course, we expect changes to be made. Hopefully, uh, we will defeat Omonia Nicosia and we'll not have to struggle. Omonia gave us a good game in Cyprus. Uh, hopefully, we will outclass them at Old Trafford and put the pressure on Real Sociedad um, for the race for number one in the group. So I expect the likes of um, um, Malasha to return, McTominay to play since he will not be available against uh, Newcastle. I expect McTominay to have some sort of game time. Um, Varane seems to be fit, which is a good one. I'm happy Varane has recovered from his knock and played a few minutes against uh, Everton. I hope he will start with Alessandro Martinez. Um, at in central defense, but if not, Lindelof um, should be able to do a good job with whoever he pairs with in central defense. I drive back again, Dalot is our only option, so I expect him to start unless we can get one Bissaka fit, which I don't think he is as at um, the time, um, well, as at, as at, I mean, I mean, as at Sunday. Um, 
Ambisaka was not yet fit, so it's unlikely to be fit enough to um, to play against uh, Omega Nicosia. In midfield, I hope Casemiro continues to play to keep on adapting and getting um, used to the team. But if not, I won't be surprised if Skomakinui comes in instead. And uh, people like Fred and people like uh, Ericsson play. Um, Manabek hopefully will be ready to come in as a sub or even start against Amanda Nicosia. We need our midfield options to be up and running. Um, but I don't know what Eric Nahan will do. Uh, in attack, Ronaldo has to start because he's our only option in attack with Marshall getting injured again. Um, maybe Sancho might have a running or an opportunity and maybe Elanga may come on at some point um, so that's basically um, for Omoyo Nikosia we need to win that game um, to put pressure on uh, Real Sociedad or at least stay in touch with Real Sociedad um, and the group so that's basically um, there's not much to add so I want to thank you all for listening um, this podcast if you were able to be patient enough to hear me uh, speak for over 30 minutes i appreciate you all so much don't forget to follow like or subscribe depending on the podcast platform you're using and uh, so that you can also get notifications as well when new episodes are released um, i just want to thank you all for listening i appreciate you all i'll see you uh, hopefully on thursday or friday after the Europa League fixture with Omnia Nikusa, hopefully to talk about another victory. So thank you, do have a great week ahead and bye for now.